Welcome to the Hyperfast Wealth Show. On today's episode, we've got an amazing guest. He has built a real estate empire through using creative ways to buy deals. And we're going we're gonna to talk specifically about that today and, and how he's getting deals with no money down and, and you know, no personal credit involved. Really amazing strategies. He has ta- gone on to teach these to several uh, hundred agents and investors all across the country. He's written two best-selling books and he got his start, by the way, and we're going to get into this as well, but through extensive cold calling. So he developed that basic prospecting skill through consistent cold calling. Welcome to the show, Zachary Beach. Welcome to the Hyper Fast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyper fast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyper fast. All right. Welcome to the show, Zach. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm excited. And, and by the way, I know uh, before the show, you mentioned uh, you're in the middle of a move. So I appreciate you, you know, making time to, to be on here despite being in the middle of, of moving, which is always a challenge, even, even for people like you that, that, you know, buy and sell a lot of real estate. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. But uh, it's just, it's nothing new. I think I've moved... I don't know, like five or six times in the last like 10 years. I think it's, it's pretty easy at this stage. It's just, uh, just another, another day in the life of Zach Beach. Yeah. Well, we've, we've moved quite a lot, my wife and I, and, and, you know, growing up, she, she moved a lot. I was in the Navy, so I've moved a ton. And, um, when you, when you buy and sell a lot of real estate, sometimes that makes you move a lot. So I've <laughs> definitely ha- had uh, a lifetime of, of moving probably with, you know, just in a few years. <laughs> Well, thank you for your service, Dan. I appreciate that. Because you're in the Navy, I'm sure you've visited my area of the world up here in uh, Newport, Rhode Island. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, been there before uh, when I was at the Naval Academy. Actually, we we did a summer. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but you know, we took little. Yeah, summer class. Little, little, yeah, little mini boats that went. Uh, you know, we left from Annapolis and, and went up to uh, New York and Newport. Nice. Um, love it yeah newport's a great town yeah been down here for about five years now so yeah absolutely love it love new england uh but how can you it's just hard for us real estate investors or people that are in the game to stay content with the houses they have when they get and you can cherry pick sometimes or you know you get to see so many it's it's hard i'm sure you can imagine yeah well um yeah i mean normally for us uh a lot of our moves just were kind of unexpected, but it was a good deal came up and, you know, boom, next thing, you know, we're, we're moving when we never even planned it. And I, I guess, you know, being in the profession, you're, you're around it more, do it more. So the, the friction of, of doing it is a lot lower uh, than, and, and you're getting presented with more opportunities. So sure. anyway, I know today we've got a lot of great stuff for uh, real estate investors or agents that want to learn how to invest more in real estate before we kind of dive into that why don't you just give folks a little bit about your your background i mean i know it's pretty impressive but you know i'm sure that they'd love to hear from you like 
how'd you get started in investing and, and, you know, what, what are you doing now and kind of what led to that? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So when I was coming out of college, I really had zero idea of what I was going to do. So I started bartending uh, down here in, uh, in Rhode Island. Uh, we were drawn to the area because my wife's parents uh, and my father-in-law and brother-in-law who now are my business partners, uh, they moved down here. So uh, bartended for about four or five years and uh, also personal trained on the side as well. And as you can imagine, I started to get burnt out. I was working real late nights and then working real early mornings. So one day, uh, it was about five years ago, I went to my father-in-law, Chris, and said, hey, I know you got a real estate investment company. I have no idea if I like real estate, but why don't we give this a try and see if see if I like it? Because like, I, I had no desire to be involved in real estate. I just knew it was better than what I was doing at the time. Uh, and at that point, I went to him. He said, yeah, I mean, nothing was promised. We only got paid based on commissions and what we produced. Um, and I just kind of dove in, made calls on the side, cold called for probably the first year or two of my, my real estate career was just cold calling on either expired listings or for sale by owners and producing deals out of that. Um, and that taught me obviously a lot and advanced, uh, my real estate knowledge quite a lot because I really put my feet to the fire. And five years later, I mean, we have, a uh, a thriving real estate investment company, primarily here in Southern New England, uh, where we only buy and sell on terms specifically. So lease options, owner financing, sub two deals. Um, and then uh, and then we have a, a real estate coaching company, which uh, now we're in over a hundred markets and we help people do exactly what we do, which is be able to create three distinctive paydays from each one of our real estate deals. Um, so it's been quite the journey and uh, I would say the other aspect with the growth and knowledge just came from be- coaching people. I mean, if you want to learn something, try to teach it to somebody. So uh, that's why I think it's just significantly short my learning curve in my short real estate career. Uh, but I still got a still got a lot to learn. Yeah, I think that's you know the ultimate form of mastery is is to be able to teach. Uh, you know, other people the the skill or the technique. And you mentioned something that I think we should just. Uh, clarify a little because I think a lot of real estate agents you know maybe don't know about this or, or even that it's out there but buying on terms so uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're getting into a lot of deals with little or no money down and, and kind of seller financed or, or other variations but what what is buying on terms yeah uh, so our primarily rule book when it comes to buying and selling on terms or uh, are don't use your own cash don't use your own credit. Don't ask investors for money um, and don't personally sign on anything. Uh, the reason why we kind of created this rule book was because uh, my father-in-law who's been involved in real estate for over 30 years now, I got crushed in 08. Uh, so didn't have the ability to bring any of those things to the table. And then uh, clearly when, when I say I come from a bartending background, it's not that I had any credit or money or anything to invest in these types of deals either. So it was, hey, how can we create deals without uh, breaking those rules? And so we, we buy a lot of our properties on uh, lease options, owner financing, you mentioned, and uh, properties subject to the existing loan, meaning we're closing on the property, acknowledging that there's a mortgage, and then uh, and, and taking title. Um, so that would be more of an ownership type position. Um, so those are the primarily ways we do it. And uh been able to successfully do it, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of times now nationally. 
And what, um, you know, are you buying all over the place? Or are you coaching people how to buy, you know, in different markets or both? Or like, what, what is your, what is your real estate, you know, acquisition strategy and, and holdings look like today? Yeah, good, good question. We pride ourselves in the fact that we still do absolutely everything that we teach because that's what actually keeps us to the very uh, cutting edge. And that's what allows us to actually coach the best. So we still have uh, a buying and selling entity here in Rhode Island. We also buy in Massachusetts and Connecticut because uh, Rhode Island is literally a small state in the United States. So you have to be able to cross lines. Uh, so we, and we typically buy about two to four properties a month uh, with our small team here in, uh, in, in the area. But then we also have over 100 people nationally and growing that uh, have their own LLCs that we help buy and sell real estate with them. Uh, so we're in all mar- all major markets right now, Florida, California, up in the Pacific Northwest, all the way down to Texas, to the Midwest, so all the way up to the Northeast. So we're, we're in pretty much every single market that you could possibly think of and are dealing with almost every single nuance you could possibly think of. And what, what are like the ways right now that you're, you're helping other people do this? I think, I think you mentioned, you know, you got students everywhere, but how do you, you know, how, 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 how do people learn from you about? Yes. So we got multiple different ways in order to get involved with us. Uh, We start with what do we call our QLS uh, quantum leap system. It's a home study course, but it has absolutely everything that you could possibly ask for, including our contracts modules that are very specific on how to structure each one of our different types of methods and fully self-taught. Um, and it's fully updated yearly because it's online. So we can, we have the ability to do that. And then we have other ways to get involved, such as through uh, either group coaching or individual coaching, what we call our associates, where we actually partner with them in the trenches in order to help them create deals. And then we split deals together. Now, the reason why we, we looked at this model in particular is because we've been through so many different real estate programs uh, and we've had so many people come to us that have been through other real estate programs and they didn't get the results they wanted. So we looked at two things that made the most sense to get people to where they wanted. And that is number one, full immersion. So we support you with a coach that can jump on calls with sellers, buyers, deal structuring, three-way calls, attorneys, whatever you need to get done. And then, uh, and then also a community of people. They're all of our students across the country that are involved in our program are connected. Uh, they get to communicate with each other and, and work deals with each other. And then the next thing is, is immediate feedback. So by, by getting immediate feedback from the community and your coach, you're able to advance significantly faster. And that's why I've been able to help people across the country get properties under contract within, say, the first 30 days, 90 days of being involved in our program because of those, those aspects. So uh, it's real important to us. Our purpose for our company is to uh, empower individuals and families to create the life of their dreams. So it's so very important to us that we actually help people create their goals and then not only become operators of their business, but eventually become the CEOs and be able to impact hundreds, if not thousands of lives just in their local market. And is, are your, you know, your acquisitions and, and, and what you're teaching, is it, are, are they typically properties that are going to cash flow and that, people would hold for many years or is it things you get at a good deal and then you sell it a year or two later? Like what's, what's, what's the bigger, you know, kind of overall strategy there of how you make money on your deals? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's break it down then. So 
Yeah, we, we purchased properties on those uh, three primarily acquisition strategies, which is buying on uh, lease options, owner financing or subject to. And uh, what we're doing is we're helping out sellers or be able to solve a problem here uh, because we can usually help sellers net more money uh, from their actual properties or their asset, uh, as long as they have the ability to wait for their equity, because we're not going to come in with a cash sale. What we are going to do is, is lock down a price or set amount of equity and then take over full responsibility of the property for a period of time and then cash them out. So the acquisition strategy is through those, those, um, those methods. So that way we're not personally signing on anything, but the seller is actually able to get their purchase price that they're hoping for um, because there's no any type of commissions or anything like that. So if I'm, if I'm sitting there speaking to say uh, a real estate agent, I'm sitting there saying, you have plenty of deals in which uh, are going to expire for one reason or another. Even the best ones in the entire world I know I do. And I know for a fact, because I, I train a lot of them. And um, so you have deals about to expire. So you go to a seller. So say you get a property under contract that's about to expire and you say, Hey, look, uh, for some reason, the market is stating that, you know, we can't sell it either at this price. I mean, I both know that typically it's price and you just can't convince the seller. And you say, hey, I can actually buy this property for this price. I just need time. And that's how I'm going to buy it through a lease option or owner financing. So we, we've structured so many deals where we actually have paid realtor referral fees um, for a minimal. But the fact is those deals ended up producing roughly $75,000 all three paydays. So that's, that's the important Size, yes, it is. A, it could be a long-term strategy. Depends on your exit strategy, but we're still going to buy them the exact same way. So then, let's talk about the backside of it, which is how do we sell them? Because that's where you're going to make your money. So, most real estate deals, and I know I'm preaching to the choir. Most real estate deals produce one distinctive, like cash uh, payday, is what we would call it, which means like a wholesale deal. You get paid once. Uh, a real estate commission. You get paid once. What our deals do is they create three distinctive paydays when we sell it to our buyers, typically on a rent-to-own. That's usually our exit strategy, either rent-to-own or on owner financing, but we're actually owner finance the deal. So we get paid first up front, a non-refundable deposit, which is usually uh, anywhere from three to 10% of the overall purchase price. Uh, our second payday is the cash flow that we're getting. We're not landlords. Our buyers are 100% responsible to the property. So we're going to get that cash flow. And then the back end in the next, say, three to five years is a typical time frame when the buyer actually goes and qualifies for a loan because our buyers typically just need time in order to get financing. That's when we get paid our third payday. And if you look at nationally, uh, it ranges anywhere from, say, $50,000, all three paydays to over $250,000 in some of the bigger markets in some of these owner financing deals. So I know I kind of did a broad stroke here, but uh, I wanted to try to be able to cover every aspect of of uh the the, the ten thousand foot view yeah no i i i think you did a great job of showing that and um you know I, I think a lot of real estate agents probably have access to these kinds of deals they just they just really don't know about the mechanics of this or how to structure it or how to find that that buyer um, but i'm sure there's a lot of them out there like people that have some money, but for whatever reason, can't get a bank loan. It's getting very, very hard to, to, you know, to get these anyway. Yeah. Nowadays. So I think there's a lot of opportunity that and most agents just don't know about this. Yeah. Let me give you a very specific story. Uh, so uh, up here in Connecticut, we had a property, we have a, a friend of ours now and we've done some referrals back and forth. He's a licensed agent 
and he had this property uh, under contract. And these happen to be out-of-state owners. They were actually in the military, and they moved down to Alabama. So they had this house sitting up there, and they were trying to sell it uh, for, I don't know, probably 90, probably approaching 180 days. And for one reason or another, uh, I think it just maybe have been, um, you know, flow of the property, and maybe they just couldn't get the price they're looking for. Uh, so he referred him to us and said, because he went to the, the people and said, look, uh, it's about to expire. I really want to make sure that I'm like doing all the best that I can to, to service you. And uh, so I actually have this, this, uh, this great family company that buys properties that, that I, I wasn't able to sell for one reason or another. So he put his ego aside really, and then forwarded him to us. And uh, we actually ended up structuring a 36 month uh, lease purchase agreement. So again, agreed upon the price of the seller. We took over 100% responsibility of the property. And then on and before 36 months, we'll cast them out, paying off their mortgage and equity locked in. Uh, we ended up turning around and selling that property within, say, 35 days to a tenant buyer who just needed some time in order to qualify for a loan. Uh, that total paydays ended up being uh, just over $78,000. So I, I say this, and I've spoken to a lot of real estate agent audiences, uh, uh, and I said, look, that realtor gave up almost 80 grand worth of profit and a really lucrative uh, investment because he didn't know how to structure it. So uh, if you have the ability to, just because you're in front of so many more people, you almost have the advantage uh, over uh, us real estate investors because you're already inside people's homes and you're already presenting different options to people. So now it's just having the ability to have one more tool in your toolbox to say, Look, I can either do, I can take it, I could be your real estate agent here and I can take it to market at this, uh, or I can, uh, or we can structure a, uh, and you can pay me a commission, or I can structure a deal where I can buy your property with one of these different options and I can pay this, or this is the option that we could go forward. And then you pick or choose which best fits you as the seller. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips? for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent. If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. I think as, as a real estate agent, you, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Like you're going to get, you have the advantage over the typical investor just because you're, you're naturally in front of more sellers and more buyers. So you're going to get more opportunities, more bats. You know, what, what would your biggest piece of advice be to uh, a real estate agent out there that, you know, has a great real estate business, but you know, maybe hasn't started down the investing road. Like how, how would they get started to, to doing something like this? Yeah, it's uh, a great question. So uh, I'll, I'll relate back to my business partner and father-in-law. He had a brokerage for 18 years. He was doing 100 homes a year. Never did a single terms deal during that time frame. He didn't end up doing terms deals until probably 10 years later and these types of transactions. So uh, my biggest piece of advice is now that you've heard it, uh, let's, let, let's not let that you know, slip past your ear and let's take at least some sort of action. Uh, we provide so much free content to at least get your to wet your whistle to say, hey, is this a good option for me to become the real estate investment side? Uh, because all of, us, all of us know, look, uh, if you're doing, a, whether you're doing 10 homes a year or 100 homes a year, you, when uh, January 1st comes back around, 
you have to do another 10 or 100 homes a year in order to maintain that that level of commission. It's just there's no there's no pathway other than, in my opinion, real estate investing that takes you off, you know, the the rabbit. Uh, the rabbit hole or, or it takes you off the, the treadmill here. The treadmill. Yeah. Hamster yeah. wheel. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's been a, uh, it's been quite the week here. Uh, words are hard sometimes. So it takes you off. It takes you off the hamster wheel. So you could say, so you can still, I know a lot of people that love being real estate agents and, and I, I applaud you because we need good ones. Um, and I, I don't want to say I love these type recession type markets, but what it does do from uh, from an outside perspective is it takes away, you know, the dabbling real estate agent and it puts in like who's actually the professional real estate agent and those are the ones that thrive, which is exciting. So if you are one of them, then I applaud you, but you can do that and service your clients and still be able to put yourself in a position where you and your family can grow their wealth. Uh, so I would just say now that the information's there, dive in further, figure out if terms or some other way of investing makes sense for you and start investing on the side. That way one day you can get off the treadmill and that way you can just become a real estate agent for fun. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think there's, you know, this is an area that most real estate agents can, can, can improve on. And, um, and, you know, not only that, like if you're, if you're able to start buying homes on, on terms, I think, you're going to be able to provide more solutions to your clients and potential clients. Like if someone can't get the, the price they want for their home and it's going to expire, you know, rather than let them pull it off the market and not get the result they want, like this is just another, another way to offer a solution for them to get what they want. So, you know, maybe be, if they have the ability to, delay that that sale or right or or to or to not get the equity or or cash now you know you're you're able to at least guarantee them their price right i mean there's it's it's just all about having multiple solutions to offer you know different types of clients oh 100 and we spoke a lot to agents um i just know that there's a a lot of uh, agents that follow you in your community here. So, uh, but if you're not an agent and you're a real estate investor, I mean, these all come into exactly the same play. If you're a wholesaler right now listening to this, I can bet you that there's probably a hundred deals that you've already passed up because of your, you know, what's fitting inside your box that counts as a good wholesale deal that you can now pivot to a terms deal, right? Specifically, uh, let's talk about a property that comes across your desk that has little to no equity in the property. Well, if it's a wholesale, most likely a wholesale would say that's not a deal. I have no room to be able to create some spread. But from a, a terms investor, I say, oh, great. Well, we can buy that property subject to the existing loan and do a long-term 5, 10, 20, 30-year deal on this because we have the time in order to wait for the principal to pay down on that house and appreciation to happen in the market. We're more than okay with that. And while, the, while that's happening, we'll cash flow it. So there's just, there's so many different ways that you can uh, maneuver and negotiate different types of deals if you have these other tools in your toolbox. Um, and then one other thing you brought up, which was, look, we're in the midst of like the, probably the craziest thing that's happened in this world for a long time. And uh, when COVID hit, our business actually accelerated and our associates around the country business accelerated because we're now putting a, a world in which people need new creative solutions in order to get these things done. 
let's even look at just ba- some other basic segments or niche down markets. Let's talk about jumbo loans. Uh, and I know you're, you're more involved than I am as far as from a real estate agent perspective, but uh, jumbo loans are becoming fewer and farther between now. And they're asking for a lot more reserves. You're looking for at least six to 12 months now worth of reserves. You need at least 20% down. Like, so they're just, they're, banks are tightening on all aspects, but specifically just looking at jumbo loans right now. I'll tell you a story about a guy out in Colorado. We had uh, this seller had a property under contract with a buyer, was selling it traditionally to the market. The bank denied him because he only had six months of reserves in the, and he needed 12. Uh, so we actually ended up, after that deal died, we ended up buying the property on a lease purchase, put it out to the market. The same buyer came back to us and said, hey, I still want to tie up this property. Uh, I love the fact that I can use your program to bank up my reserves, and that way I can go get my own loan during the time in which I live in the property. So now you have the same buyer that failed through traditional means that now is using our program in order to, to get his loan and get financing together and still gets to live in the house and be in the property in which he originally wanted to be in. So uh, that's just one story of the things that are happening now. But real estate investors, uh, we are in a position right now that we're going to be able to service way more people than we would, would have originally just because of the circumstances of the market right now. People are looking for more creative options. And if you have these tools, then you're going to be put in a really good position. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. And I think, um, yeah, I, I think you got to just weigh the objectives and, and, and you kind of hinted at this. Like if, if the person's price has like little or no equity and, 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 you know, you just structure it to be, to be longer, right? You're like, like, all right, I'll still do that deal, but I need a five or seven or even 10 year runway. And in the, in the meantime, you're, you're making money from the, the, the renter or the lease to own guy that you put in there. So I think there's, um, you just have so much more flexibility and, and so many more buttons that you can, or levers that you can adjust if, if you, yeah. if you learn how to do this. Oh, and the longer term deals, the better. I mean, there's more, there's more profit in the longer term deals. So I'm always looking for that because most people ask me on like these types of show and say, okay, well, what happens if the market tanks? And you have these long-term deals with lease, with lease purchases in it or tenant buyers in the property. And I say, the best thing to do now is to be trying to buy as many properties on owner financing as possible. And when I say owner financing, I want to niche down even further. I want to say that these are free and clear homes. Uh, clearly, this and roughly the United States is about a third uh, of the United States actually has free and clear homes, especially in very specific pockets. So you have buyers or sellers that have equity in homes that do not need them because if they did, they would have refied or sold it for less because they don't have to, they don't have anything to wait again. So yeah, buying uh, owner financing deals, we structure specifically principal only payments, not interest only, principal only payments. So we're able to significantly leverage ourselves against the market uh, by getting huge principal pay down. So you get a, you know, a, a $500,000 house you're buying and you got, uh, say a thousand dollars just to make it easy, principal only payment. Uh, plus, you have to pay the rest of uh, the responsibilities. But you got every single year, you get twelve grand coming off the principal every single year. So the longer the term, the more principal pay down. You hedge yourself against the market. Uh, it doesn't matter um, if it pull if it slopes down, you're still fine. And then the other thing is get as long a term deals as possible. If you're getting seven, ten year deals. We both know that we would have already gone through a, a real estate market cycle. So we're back to a point in which we're secure again and solid at that time. Yeah. I, 
I agree. I think, um, you know, more agents need to try this and, uh, and, and learn from people like you and, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, at the end of the show here, we'll, uh, let listeners know how they can connect with you and, and get involved in some of the things you're doing. But before we do that, I want to do our hyper fast round. If you're ready for some rapid fire oh. questions and answers. <laughs> I'll put my hat on. Right. I'm ready for you, my man. All right, man. Get, get the hat on backwards. Let's go. What, uh, what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give to a new real estate investor? Uh, biggest piece of advice. Uh, I would say avoid the bad deals, meaning it's the bad deals that you have to think about that keep you up at night. It's, it's not the good deals. It's not the great deals. Actually, it's when you have to deal with uh, the bad deals. Uh, I always recommend, hey, don't be over overzealous. Wait for the right deals to come down the pipeline, especially in, 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 uh, in my niche because they pay, they pay really well. And it's the ones that I don't have to worry about the, uh, are the, the ones I want to keep in my good portfolio. So, so I would say avoid the bad deals as, as best possible. I know it's simple, but avoid them as best No, it's a good one. I mean, yeah, discipline is key. What, um, what, what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give to a real estate agent in today's well, market? Yeah, uh, well, I think we've covered it quite often. Again, I'm not a real estate agent, so I'm just talking from uh, knowing and or teaching them. Uh, and that is just do your best uh, to be able to service all your clients. So if the more tools and the more understanding, even if you don't feel as though this is the best uh, real estate you know, niche for you, I just think the more uh, knowledge you have about every single other piece of real estate investing, I just put you in a better position to be able to service your client and be able to point people in the right direction. So even if, uh, even if you don't want to do this, then find your, somebody in your local market that you know and trust that can handle these types of things. So that way you can create different uh, deals, uh, things that you probably wouldn't originally. What's the um, biggest challenge you've ever had in, in real estate and how'd you overcome it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't even just consider it real estate. I would say the biggest challenge that I've always had was, was mindset. Um, mm. Coming from uh, you know, a single mother, uh, didn't, didn't really have financial knowledge or anything like that. Uh, and dealing with different paradigms that come with it. Uh, I would say just from an entrepreneurial standpoint and now coached over hundreds of people, uh, brand new entrepreneurs, that is the mindset is the hardest thing to overcome. And there's, there's abundance out there uh, and it's dealing with not only that or working with that, but also the entrepreneurial skills that come with it, the frustrations, the ups and the downs. Being a real estate agent, especially full-time uh, as an entrepreneur, you just, you, it's hard. Uh, it's always hard. And entrepreneurship is you get paid well because it's not easy. What, uh, what would we, what would we find you doing, uh, when you're, when you're not working on uh, your business or, or coaching people? When am I not working with the business or coaching <laughs> people? Uh, no, just playing. Uh, I hang out. My, I spend a lot of time with my family. Uh, I got two young kids, uh, two under three years old. Uh, and my wife I like to hang out with my family, but you'll find me in the woods. I, I, I live down here on the coast, but I always try to find my, my way to the woods. I like hiking and enjoying outdoor activities. That uh, definitely keeps me peace of mind. Uh, that way I can take on the world each, each week. All right. And last, last one, where do you see yourself five years from now? I, I'd say this on a lot of the podcasts, and that's I see myself as a, a thought leader in, in business growth in general, uh, in personal development, not just in real estate. Uh, I love, love, love real estate. I think it creates wealth for everyone. 
But as I was alluding to earlier, it's all the little things that you have to have in place in order to be a successful entrepreneur uh, with any business. All right, Zach. Well, thank you for playing the hyper fast round. You, you survived, did well. Uh, thanks. Thanks for being on the show. Before, before we sign off, why don't you tell folks how they can connect with you, how they can, you know, find out more about your, your coaching and, and classes and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, I appreciate that, Dan. I hope I brought your, your audience some value here. Maybe uh, I always say there's two different ways of thinking. There's one to, uh, to expand upon the knowledge you already have. And that uh, the second one, the second way of learning really is to completely shift your mindset in general. And I hope I was able to do that with many of you guys here uh, with this real estate niche. Best way to find me is uh, smartrealestatecoach.com. Uh, you can get a free strategy call, either myself uh, uh, or my father-in-law, Chris, will hop on the call with you. And that's smartrealestatecoach.com slash action. It's just six simple, uh, simple steps to, to book the call and we'll dive in uh, and be able to evaluate your business and see where we can implement it. Uh, we also have two Amazon best-selling books out there as well. Uh, we're actually doing a revise of our original one and you can get those at free, freesrecbook.com. That's freesrecbook.com and newrulesforfree.com, newrulesforfree.com. Be able to get the PDFs uh, from those uh, with COVID. We haven't been able to ship them out, but we uh, definitely would be happy to get you those copies for free. All right. Well, check uh, check out uh, the free books if you're listening to this. Book book a strategy call. You know, put some put some new tools in your in your tool belt if you're listening out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think uh, Zach offers a lot of great ways to you know, offer more solutions to your clients and, and start building income that isn't going to go away if you want to stop working. So that's, that's the kind of the cool thing I think about, about what we've talked today. So thank you, Zach, for all that you've offered our listeners today. I really appreciate it. And, and I know you brought a ton of value and, you know, if you guys are out there listening, please, please take action. Don't just, you know, listen to these ideas and, and, and let it slip by the wayside. I think that the biggest thing you can do is to start taking action right now. Uh, any, anything else, uh, Zach, before we sign off here? No, I, I mean, you, you nailed it on the head. Take action. I, I, I was just like slipping off into the distance. <laughs> that was perfect. Um, yeah, I, guys, exactly what Dan said. Please feel free to reach out. Thank you for taking your time. I know we all have the same amount of hours each and every day, so I appreciate you spending some time with me today. And Make sure that uh, you make sure that tomorrow you're a better you. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show, Zach. For everyone out there listening or, or watching on YouTube, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.